So what comes to mind when you think of a sister? Come on. Two sisters back together. A best friend. An opinionated best friend. <laughs> this is Sister Sister the Podcast. A sister who always thinks she's the boss. That sister that you start a conversation saying, bitch. Guess what? You're listening to Sister Sister, the podcast with Roxy and Susie. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sister Sister, the podcast. We are back. Yes, we are. Happy to be here. Super happy to be here. Healthy. Nobody's coughing. The only thing on everybody's mind is the Rona. The Rona. The Rona. got people in their houses, in their feelings. People are living scared, honey. Uh, coronavirus. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe they made that shit into a song. Literally, like, how how is that song trending now? Cardi B is making money during the Rona. Like, I, she's a wild she, one. She's crazy, She didn't man. even know what was going to happen with that. That is so funny. Did yeah. you see the, the meme they made of... Um, Donald Trump, he's talking on a podium and she comes in. <laughs> she's like, I died. Coronavirus. <laughs> I think every, I think that is like in everybody's mind, man. Like, it's just like, when you think of the virus, you think of Cardi B's voice. Oh, she's hilarious. What an amazing way to just get yourself trending just by being yourself. You know what I'm saying? She, that she is. Okay. We're I, wouldn't starting- I, I wouldn't doubt if she runs for president and people will vote her ass in. Oh, well, my a ratchet God. ass president, but she keeps it real. So, hey, so we're starting off the show cheering with immunity shots. Yes. This immunity is tea, immunity shots. Yeah. Open up your shots, 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 shots. They're doing all kinds Woo. of challenges now on social media. They're doing the Everyone's so bored in their house. I'm not doing no challenges. Well, Everybody I am on tagging me. I'm like, listen. I don't do challenges before the Rona. I'm not doing them during the Rona. Cheers, honey. Alone. Salud. Salud. This, uh, this, this, so you know, this, uh, this shot that we're taking is the ultimate proactive defense combo. It has ginger root, turmeric root, my echinacea root and flour, black pepper, and it's just all the goods all in one doctor crafted all up in your mouth. Look, if people just did this on a regular, they would feel good all the time. <sighs> They wouldn't be scrambling Ugh. to try to keep their immunity up now when oh there's a God. pandemic. That's what people see. This is the thing, sis. Let's talk about this. Like people don't understand that it's kind of like anti-aging means to do everything to, to prevent, prevent aging. Right. Yes. And also like all these supplements that you take, it's not like I, I feel like a lot of people, they get sick. And then they're like, oh, my God, double up on the vitamin C, double up on the probiotics, double up on everything. And it's just like, no, this is what you should be doing to prevent. It's called preventative care. I don't know that a lot of people believe in preventative medicine, just like because holistic medicine falls in line with that. Well, they should be. They should. But people put so much stock into what a medical MD doctor says. If the doctor and, said it, that means he's right. I mean, I know people that, and we've met people that are getting treated for dementia when they have like high blood pressure. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Because they don't, they don't, they worry when it's too late instead of just staying on top of it. I've yet to feel ill. I rarely get sick. I've had, I've had the flu once in my whole entire life. Um, and I don't ever take the flu shot. Right. And to each his own, if a flu shot is what works for you then have at it. But for me and my family, we don't do the flu shot. Yeah, Because we're healthy. We do everything that's preventative to keep our immune system up because, frankly, my line of work as a hairdresser, I'm constantly in people's faces and touching them. Yeah. So I am open to receive germs, but thank God, because we stay on top of our supplements and everything that boosts our immunity, we stay very healthy. Yeah, so let this, let I just feel like this entire Rona situation is really raising the consciousness level of the universe. You know, it's you really, so? I feel like it is for a lot of people, but it's also exposing the idiots and the assholes, you know, because Come like, on. yeah, it, it really is. It's, yes. it's this pandemic is showing people's true colors because it's just like, you know, I always thought, I always knew you were, I always thought you were an asshole. Now I really see that you are an asshole or, you know, I always thought you were kind. And now I see that you really are kind. Yeah. Like it's I exposing think it's gonna, people, right? It's going to expose what side you're on because People default to fear so fast. You know what I mean? And then they start fighting each other and hoarding. And I'm thinking, first of all, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I've yet to have to panic to go to the store because I keep my family 
well stocked at yeah. all times you know and you know what that's one thing shout out to all latina moms i mean at least the way we grew up we won't <laughs> honey my grandma had like a basically she had a grocery store in her garage remember we've been getting trained for this shit you know Not what i'm just saying that. we live we live in california yeah we're prone to have an earthquake at any time so it's very smart to be ready you know yeah. to have enough batteries enough flashlights enough water candles enough canned food enough paper goods enough wet wipes to keep you yeah candles to keep you okay should an emergency happen but then th- then you have these extra people like doomsdayers and they're going out and they're just stocking on shit that they don't absolutely need and they're not thinking about the disabled or the elderly or yeah. the people that don't move as fast as them those those the elderly it makes me so sad i know to there's gonna be a lot of people out there by themselves trying to fend for themselves i have a neighbor that pobrecita she's like 87 her have daughter been checking on her? i've been checking on her she's been good she's like thank you so much for checking on me and like oh. i'll take her little goodies but she's just like i'm okay I, I think she's so used to being independent that like she's used to not receiving things from people so it's a little bit different for her but um but yeah like it's just i bet you there's going to be a lot of rotting food because people are yes. just overdoing it you and know what i mean so ridiculous it's ridiculous but let me listen. tell you what we did because we had some bananas that were going to go bad and i have some apples that are about to expire because we have this uh, frutero that comes into the hair lab and we always support him um so for breakfast the other day we flambeed bananas which is is that like bananas foster yeah yeah i just got some plant-based butter oh actually robert did it and he chopped up the bananas in little circles added a little cinnamon and nutmeg because they were already sweet enough Mm. and we topped protein pancakes with it so we didn't waste the bananas um another idea i had first was i was going to freeze them so that we can make acai bowls oh what oh acai acai bowls bowls. Uh uh-huh so because i i I wholeheartedly believe in not wasting food. Yeah, me because too. Because we work way too hard for our money. Although, you know what? I will say that sometimes when I clean my fridge, I just get some like, wow. Like, Well, you, you do shop I like buy. you have a family of five. I, I what do. What is your problem? I open up my fridge and I'm just like, what the You know fuck? why? Because you have antojos. <laughs> and you buy every antojo that you have. Instead of buying the little size, you buy the normal Seriously, size. Seriously, I'll and buy you like. forget that it's just you. I buy like seven zucchinis and like like nine, n- seven green ones and five yellow ones and like seven onions. Like it's crazy. I, I don't know why. It's my, it's seriously. Let, let's talk about how we would shop when we were younger. My mom would only go to the grocery store. Remember with Lucky Grocery Store? Yeah. We would go to the grocery store once a month. Okay. We would go to the grocery store once a month and my mom would stock up uh, and that and we had to get everything we needed in, in that one month run, like milk, soup, you know, uh, everything, everything we needed. We had one shot to get it. And guess what? If it ran out, you had to wait until we the next month. Asked out. So I think when I go okay, to the well, market, that's not the case anymore, Raquel. You've evolved. I know. You can shop actually weekly. It's I have just that bad you. habit. Oh my god! I I always keep my refrigerator that like should super be your, duper stocked. Um, word of the year next year. Slow your roll. Calm your tits. Slow your roll, bitch. Slow what's your, your. What's your word of the year? Calm my tits. <laughs> okay, so listen. What is your rant or highlight of the week, Susie? Check in. Check in time. My rant of the week is what did i tell you was gonna be something about uh your son about uh, uh, yeah yeah oh, robert my rant of the week is seeing how awful people talk about teachers and school districts during this whole coronavirus pandemic because, coronavirus! <laughs> <laughs> because now we are responsible to teach our children at home that is to me that is so disgusting because number one first and foremost newsflash people they are our children right yeah they're our children and it's their ours to raise yes thank god we have an education system here in the united states that lets us send them to uh grade school so that they can learn but guess what they're ours to teach so yeah a lot of these school districts they weren't prepared for this no they weren't we never thought in our lifetime that we would see something of this caliber so yeah sometimes some of these schools or or some of these schools right now are sending our kids home with no education plan guess what deal with it well you know what deal with it and educate your children and if you can't educate them like the abcs and the one two threes teach them life lessons yeah teach them how to Create a resume. Right. So that's what I just did with Robert. We sat down and I taught him how to create a resume. 
I taught him how to apply for a job. I'm teaching him how to cook. He's gonna. We're gonna take serious and learn how to speak Spanish because his Good. Spanish is not the best, meaning it's really non-existent. Yeah. So I'm gonna do more real-world things. You know, I am asking him to read um, a book or a chapter from a book every day, and he is or on ten Con- pages a day. Ten pages yeah. a day. He is on Khan Academy doing about an hour or two of a subject. But guess what? At the end of the day, this is rough for them too. Yeah. And if you don't know how to have grace, show to children grace because they just got their whole routine ripped out from under them. Don't try to replicate that shit at home. It's almost impossible. Like the other day I did a live with my girl, Christina, who is a homeschooler. She's actually been homeschooling her two her three boys for five years. She's a home. She said there's a huge homeschooling community. Like yeah. there's a lot of women that are like, you know, they're probably stay at home mothers, which not every woman has the luxury to be a stay-at-home mom you know like our mom she i remember our mom working her ass off every single day she was ready to go to work so um she uh she we went live the other day because i i figured you know what let me use my platform in moments like this to be a resource to my community right like i don't want to create more fear i don't want to feed into this pandemic because everybody's already functioning off of fear and anxiety you know so let me be a resource and so that was my biggest thing a lot of my my girls have kids and they're like, Roxy, my kids are driving me crazy. It's it's only been quarantine day two. And I don't know what the fuck to do with them. And I'm just like, you're that uncreative. When it comes to your business, you're creative. But what about your kids? It goes to show how disconnected we are from our families at home. Oh, my God. And my girl, so Christina, distractions. made so many good points. She goes, first of all, relax. All the parents out there, like, relax. And second, remember who your kid's first teacher was. Like right. you were the one that was teaching your kids at home before they went off to school. Right. right. We have them for five years before they exactly. can even go to school. And she goes, and third, learn your child. Observe your child. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What do they gravitate to? What do they like? And I, and it's like, as she was talking, I was thinking to myself like, wow, that alone is so powerful because you know what that shows? that these parents out there don't know their kids. Right. They're like on this routine, wake up in the morning, drop you off at school. I got to work. We come back home. We do homework, feed you some dinner, go to sleep, wake up in the, it's like a routine, robotic routine. Right. Well, and it's that's just like, we've been domesticated to do. Right. Yeah. And so it goes to show that parents, do you really know your kids? But honestly, even if you don't want to homeschool your kids, right. Cause you just don't have the resources and you don't know how don't don't, like our principal just sent out a really good message to our kids, letting us know that, you know, there are online resources available, but honestly, they're just for there if you want to use them. They're yeah. not holding the kids accountable to do so, you know, um, and if if your children want to sleep in, let them. You're just going to fight with your kids and create unnecessary stress. You know what I mean? Like figure out. What works for your kids? What works for you? But I do understand to an extent having to work from home when your kids are constantly like, mom, 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 because that would drive me a little crazy. So but if you just let them have a little bit of fun and not try to be so strict with them as if it was business as usual, I think everybody would be able to get along a little better. But my rant was the the disgusting post that I'm seeing about how bad our education system has failed during this time of crisis. I mean, if we're keeping it real, our president doesn't even know his ass from his oh elbow my gosh. at the moment. <laughs> so how can we expect our teachers who have never been in this situation to actually have a system? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Rant over. That's the rant it, over and out. Okay, so my, this week, I actually have a highlight and I want to just... Ay, mirala. Ay, ay, ay. I have a highlight this week and my highlight goes out to... Uh, I'm so proud of my female dog, Chula. I'm Aww. so proud of her because you know what? As you know, Susie and I got new puppies, uh, Chele and Fonzie, two miniature schnauzers, and they're about going they're on three so months. Cute. They're so traviesos. And it's so amazing how to see my female dog react to a small dog so gently and so patient. You know what I mean? You swore she was going to like slaughter <laughs> 
chula. I mean, I chele. was like, you know what? Chula is probably going to kill this little puppy. But now that I see them like falling asleep on the same bed together and like they're, I feel like chula has tapped into like her maternal side a little bit. She's very, when I brought Fonzie over, I thought I was a little bit nervous too. I thought it was going to be too much for her. She's so but patient. She, so, she ignores them. She, she doesn't give no shits about them. And I'm just like, you know what? I feel like it's really. I feel like she learned a lot that a lot of that from Turbo, my other dog that Aww, passed away. Turbo. He's in doggy heaven. Um, and she just she's just such a great dog. And you know what? They say uh, dogs are a reflection of their owners, just like kids are a reflection of their parents. Oh, now we're tooting your own horn. I am tooting my own toot, damn toot, horn. Bitch, toot, toot, toot. Toot, bitch, two, two, bitch, two, two, double two. <laughs> but I got to say, like, I, I, I don't need no dog trainer. Like, I, I've been able to train my dogs to, to not be aggressive, to be aggressive when necessary. Chela knows how to sit down now, and I'm just like, oh, snap. The training has begun. Plus, but, I think it helps that he mimics everything Chula does. Yeah, it really does. Already trained. It really we does. We are taking our dog to doggy school. Porque, ¿sabes qué? We are both out of the house a lot on a normal basis, and we do need the little a, a little bit of assistance. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, I want to toot my dog's horn. That's my highlight of the week. I got okay, go. I'm so proud of go Chula. Go ahead, Chula. Go ahead, girl. All right, so check this out. So um speaking of the of the Rona. Coronavirus. I've been, you know, Oh my just, god, that's so annoying. <laughs> I've been online just reading. I mean, every, I went on CNN the other day and it's just like everything on the home page has to do with coronavirus. That's all they're talking about. And I'm just like, man. We're trying to alleviate some of this stress and anxiety with our podcast. I didn't even really want to talk too much about it, but it's a little bit hard not to. Yeah. But I wanted to just keep on bringing non-coronavirus related material just to get people's mind off of it, even if it's just for two hours a week. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, I read something really interesting because I was I was thinking to myself, you know what? One thing that I that I uh that I'm imagining is going to happen a lot. Right. Is like there's going to be a lot of pregnant bitches after this. Right? One of the girls at work feels that their divorce rate's going to go up after this. I feel like the divorce rate's going to go up. I feel like the pregnancy rate is going to go up. And I mean, don't nope. you? God protect me from all of the above. No babies, no divorce. <laughs> no, so a lot of people... You know, out- I'm a little bit concerned that the suicide rate may also go up. Because people... Are running out of money. Yeah, and, and, and fear makes people feel helpless and helplessness leads to i believe with people that struggle mentally to suicidal thoughts so my prayer honestly has been that we don't see a spike in that yeah yeah people are talking about spikes and divorces and spikes and babies but uh yeah, I hadn't thought about suicide, but you're right because mental health right now is at an all-time high. It's like at an all-time everybody's very jittery with their emotions. Yeah. So, I was reading this article and it was saying that historically speaking, um it actually shows that we can probably expect a dip in birth rates after this. It's called it's called epidemiological it, from epidemiological data from other times of stress and quarantine historically speaking including famines, earthquakes, heat waves, and contagious breakouts like Ebola and the flu, it's it's suggesting that during events with high community-wide mortality, there's actually a dip in births nine months later. Really? I guess Are people pe- practicing social distancing? I guess so. I feel like there's two types of people. You're either practicing social distancing or you're all up on that dick. Like, well, listen, I told you the other was day. like, my pussy is sore. <laughs> she can't take the beatings anymore. So there's two types of people. I told Mel jokingly the other day, I said, babe, sorry, I read that um, because of social distancing, there's no open mouth kissing. And Mel, and Mel said, to hell with that, girl. We both died. We both died today. I was actually, uh, I, I watched Oprah. Oprah went live a couple of times and somebody asked her, where was Stedman? And she's like, he's in the back house. <laughs> because she just finished getting over this uh, like bronchial infection. You know what's so funny? We were talking about how a lot of people last year in the months of October, November, December, had a really intense flu. Oh my our, God. Do you remember Joe? Our brother I'm being certain, one of them. 100% Joe had coronavirus. Already. Our brother being one of them, Meek Mill just came out talking about he had this crazy ass flu. And it's like they would go to the doctor. Well, they told Joe it wasn't the flu, remember? They were telling everybody it wasn't they the flu. They told him he was fine, that it would go away. And then he felt better for a little bit. And then boom, he got so super bad for like, and it was, he had a really super. 
super bad case of pneumonia. Ultimately. Yeah, and if it, thank God he survived it. But I'm pretty sure it was coronavirus. I'm pretty sure it was and too. We were all up in his face, and nobody else got it. Nobody else got it exactly. And so Meek Mill came out, and Oprah got this really case of of, of pneumonia last. Year. She called it a bronchial infection, which is the same shit, I right? Think. But um, well, is it upper respiratory? I don't know, cause or is it lower respiratory? I think it's upper respiratory. It fucks with your lungs, supposedly. But listen, so she was, so I guess Stedman was like, nah, you just, you just finished having a bronchial like infection. Like I'm staying away from you. So she's like, (laughs) the Stedman said coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, she put his ass in the back house. I'm sure that back house is probably super fly, but, um, it's probably twice the size of my regular house exactly Stedman's little back house yeah so anyways back to the birth rates a lot of people are thinking there's going to be a spike in births written in pregnancies it actually historically speaking shows that after the traumatic events uh after traumatic events birth rates actually decrease because people are so stressed out maybe people are so stressed their sex out. drive goes down yeah like maybe men can't get erect because they're so focused on like oh my god i don't know i don't know what it I is but either. i'm talking about i'm like, happy to report that that is not the situation in my house yeah it, don't, everything is operating as normal don't skip your pills ladies okay seriously Mm-mm. no but uh okay so we don't want to focus on the coronavirus too much so coming back um we said we were gonna start doing the email of the week okay oh yeah this is a good one guys sister sister the podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to send us an email and we got an email from let me see we said we're not gonna burn anybody we'll just switch her name um why why do we have to even we'll just call her d okay d just put signed me okay yes it's a 24 year old girl and her first name starts with d that's all we're gonna say but uh, it's hot it's a hot one it's a good one and we're gonna give Susie's perspective on this and my perspective on this i think my perspective is gonna surprise you bitch really yes okay coming back on sister sister the podcast you're listening to sister sister the podcast with roxy and Susie. so we're back and we're gonna get right into it email of the week Remember, you can send us an email at sister sister the podcast at gmail.com. And this has to Y'all do- should have plenty of time to email us. For that real. inbox needs to be popping. Popping. Okay. This has to do with kissing on a first date. Okay. And everybody Ow! has their different opinions. And a lot of people follow certain rules and the three month rule and that you don't kiss and you don't do anything on the first date. You just get. Okay. So this girl wrote to us. Saying, dear Roxy and Susie, I've always liked to save a kiss for a second or third date. I know that it depends on a date to date basis, but I think that there are other ways to show you're interested the first time you go out. I'm having a dilemma. She said, sitting close to them are different ways to show affection, sitting close to them, maybe putting your hands on their leg. Ultimately, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but I recently went out on a date and I was tempted to kiss this guy. And it's like we were going to go for it. But something stopped both him and I. What do you guys think? Is kissing on a first date right or wrong? Sincerely, this 24-year-old girl. Okay. First of all, who cares what the fuck we think, bitch? Go with whatever <laughs> feels right. I mean, it's, it's just a kiss. If you're already on a date with somebody and you've been talking to them and you're feeling them, Right. There's already chemistry there and you want to kiss him. Why not? Kissing is not the same as as sex. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of times as women, like we will, you know, especially when you're single, like we're so domesticated on so many things that it's like we put these our own crazy rules on ourselves when it's just like if it feels right. I can smell on the first date. Yeah. If it feels right, if all the all the stars are aligning you're attracted to him the conversation is amazing the vibe is right you're on your second glass of wine or maybe there is no alcohol involved but everything feels right like why would you stop yourself the only thing i the only thing i could think of stopping yourself is your own fucking rules you have in your head or if their breath is kicking like bruce lee bitch <laughs> back up off of me 
Let's talk about your oral hygiene first. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But what? I don't understand. Like, what is the big dilemma? Does it make you like unladylike? If I think those standards went out the window with the same time that like ladies should not wear pants. Hold on. Fucking Fonzie. Hey, Let it hey don't talk about God. him like that. He has feelings. Okay, go. Um, I think those ideas of what a woman, right, should act like is went out the window when when we were told, you know, you you can't wear women should only wear skirts or women should uh, behave like really prissy and proper. I do still believe that we should hold ourselves, you know, to a standard, but if you want to kiss on the first date, that doesn't make you a hoe. Like if you want, you can kiss all the boys in the world and you still wouldn't be a hoe. Exactly. And you know, so it's funny. I was like, this is really interesting because I'm sure they, they have to talk about this like on GQ or Cosmopolitan because Cosmopolitan always has, whether it's the magazine or the online, it always has sexual articles, right? So I went on there and they had an article about it. It had an article about kissing on the first date and I got, I, I wrote down a couple of the things that some of these women uh, said. They said, this one girl, Andrea25 said, I rarely kiss someone on the first date. Well, I do sometimes if I am drunk, but usually if kissing is involved, I am going home with them. Damn. Okay, see, that's, that's way on the other. This bitch is either black or white. Like, why, listen, can't you just kiss and, why can't you just kiss and let it go? But what if you want to go home let with it him? Go, let, let it go. Let it go. If you want to go home Sexual with him. Sexual energy is so different than just exchanging a kiss. Listen, if you want to go home with him and you're fucking single, do what you want. Live no, your best I life. don't promote promiscuity to that. Number one, it's dangerous. I promote. You can pick up a disease if you're constantly opening and giving up the cookie to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. So what are you going to go home with him for? Hold on. Fucking my, pancakes? This is my thing. It's like, look. Like, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, they hooked up on the first night. They met on the on the set I'm of not, the video. It's Sometimes that happens. But and if it happens all the time, no, it does, you're no. a sucia. Okay, but like, I've, I've had that situation where like, I hooked up with you're somebody on the first night and they became my boyfriend for five years. I've done that. That's happened. Sometimes the energy, the chemistry is so on point that you're like, you know what? Shit. Okay. Wow. Sometimes the energy is so on point. It really, really. Really? Because where is he now? Why did you kiss Mel on the first night then? Because I wanted to kiss Mel because he was so funny. I felt really close and comfortable to, with Mel on the first night because he was hilarious. But I had been getting to know Mel for a minute on a very platonic level on the football field. So yeah. by the time we went out to, to on our first date, I felt like I already knew him. It wasn't like he was just this random ass guy that I went on a date with and kissed immediately. Like, but I did give, I did kiss. We did kiss on our first date. Susia. Susia. Yeah, no. This listen, other- I don't know if I'm the right bitch to ask because listen, <laughs> I dated twice. I got married twice. Fuck. So look, I'm 2-0. So another girl uh, on this article that I found on Cosmo said, it's not a must, but if the date is going really well, we usually kiss. I've noticed I feel more comfortable kissing on a first date if I already met them previously. Hello. Talk about it, sister. Yeah. If it's a date from an app, which a lot of women do, a lot of women are on dating apps. Bumble, Hinge. Well, I don't know. Plenty of fish. Would you go out on a date with a guy from an app on a very first date and all you've had was conversation with him through this fucking texting on this app and kiss him? If the chemistry was right, why not? Would you go home with him? No. If the chemistry was fired, if the chemistry was fired, we would kiss. Going home, you could be a motherfucking psychotic fool. Like that, I I wouldn't put myself in danger like that. Look, on an app or not an app, kissing is just a kiss. Yeah, she said, if it's a date from an app, I need more time to get comfortable to see if we connect. But if you don't kiss by the second date, you aren't dating. (laughs) (laughs) Puntos. Caso cerrado. Yeah. Said Tiffany. Yeah. And then this other chick, um, she said... I go for a hug and then linger a little bit while pulling back and looking at your face. And if you still don't make any move to kiss me, then I know it's game over. I feel like proper flirting is making half moves and then giving the other person the opportunity to reciprocate or else it seems pushy or creepy. I like, think she seems pushy or creepy. You know what? My advice to All the girl. All that staring at me in the face. <laughs> I'll be like, sir, 
sir. Back all the way up. <laughs> Can you imagine how weird that looks? That intimate look. It's like that intimate look no, from a movie. No, Felicia, I'm not here for that. Aborrate, señor. <laughs> so so my, my advice to the girl that wrote to us is, girl, if, 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 if it feels right, just go for it. Like, I love that you wrote to Susie and I for advice because we are the perfect girls to ask for advice to. Duh. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we could, we could both have different perspectives, but Susie's married, I'm single, but... If it feels right, I just think everything in life comes down to energy. You know what I mean? Like energy beats it all. Energy trumps it all. Energy and personality. Don't you think, though, I find that so many people walk around with like a massive set of rules. Yes. I used to have a, well, I have a friend who, that was her thing. We're the same age and I would always, and if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, I would. She I think would, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She had like the most stringent rules. You had to look a certain way. You had to make a certain amount of money. You had to act a certain way. You had to dress a certain way. You had to speak to me a certain way. You had to behave a certain way. And if all those checks were not marked like immediately, boom, like she was done. And I would always tell her like, drop your guard a little bit. Give the person a chance to show you who they are. Like that's really hard to determine on one date. Right. But yeah. doing something fun and harmless, like kissing on the first date, who cares if you didn't really get to know who they were? You didn't lose anything, you know? Yeah. Um, by, by kiss, especially if, if kissing is what you wanted to do, but there's so many rules that we put on ourselves, especially um, women though. Yeah. Which is good. Like it's good to have standards. Don't get me wrong. Like don't mix those things up. But not to the point where you're questioning something so spontaneous and so harmless as a kiss. Yeah, and, and you're questioning something that could potentially and ultimately does feel right to you, but you're stopping yourself because of this crazy set of rules that you have. Like, you know, I used to always say, like, I do have a type because I, I, I get that question a lot. You know, when you go on Your a type date to is men. the invisible man. <laughs> No roasting hour with Roxy and Susie. I get that question a lot. Like, do you have a type? And I used to always say like, yeah, I have a type and this is my type and all that. But I feel like nowadays when you really close yourself off to a certain type, like what if your type doesn't necessarily come in the package that you envision in your mind? You know what I'm saying? Like what, what, if, what if he doesn't necessarily look how you envision him to look, but he really like makes you laugh and he makes you feel alive and he pays attention to details, you know? So I, I have kind of stepped away. I mean, let me tell you, there's certain Hallelujah. things. Finish that sentence. There, there's kind of certain sentence. things that I stick to. Like I want a man that's taller than me. I don't want a shorty. You know what I mean? Like what if sure. he is your height and heels? Yeah. Yeah. If he's my height and heels, like five, five, nine, five, ten, I'm, I'm okay with okay. that. But there's hope, fellas. There's hope when it comes to that, that type that I used to be like, he need like that girl. I mean, I don't think I was that, 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 that strict, but, um, I used to really be like, this is my type. He has to look like this. He has to, that. and I'm just like, man, what if you end up falling in love, Roxy, with a man that doesn't necessarily have every single thing, but he has the most important things, which is right. a huge heart. He's super giving. He's super loving. He pays attention to details. He just absolutely loves you. It's like now I'm not just going to look the other way. Now it's deeper than uh, just like the physical or like the quote unquote, like my type of guy. Right. But do I want him to be fine? Yeah. Well, of course you do. But, you know, beauty also is in the eye of the beholder. And I, okay. And what I mean by that is somebody may not be 100% physically what you had in mind but their spirit their you know once you get to know them and their soul and that transcends from the yeah, inside to the outside it does and that can make somebody who's just average so beautiful yeah yeah oh my god i can't wait oh my god yeah i'm all about the soul connection now you know when i was younger yeah. it was more like the the attraction the looks i mean not like i ever really had like a model looking boyfriend but but uh you, now it's more like the soul connection, the energy. Like, are we aligned? Are you a mirror of me? Right? Uh, maybe a calmer mirror, because a motherfucker that's as high. I don't want to be me. around you guys. <laughs> I, you it's know, gonna be like the Tasmanian devil. Can you imagine that household? You know what's crazy is that, like, I've always attracted, I've always attracted calmer men than me. 
You have Thank to. Thank God. You have to. I think if you legit met somebody just like you, you guys would, could be friends. But I think it would annoy you. I would be annoyed if I married myself. Yeah, I need a dude. I love a man that's calmer than me because he could put me in my place. And it's just like, it's just, it's refreshing because you're like, you're my peace and I'm your energy. The yin and the yang. Oh, get cute. <laughs> so yeah, guys, listen, we're doing the, we're doing an email of the week. Make sure you send us an email. Uh, blast the inbox. Sister, that was sister, a good one. The podcast at gmail.com yeah like we won't we won't burn you don't worry like if you need advice just holler at your and girlfriend if you're listening kiss him kiss him if you want to it's not the same as dropping your panties yeah it's keep not. those on it's for not. a little bit longer hey, but you know what they say solo no, por un beso solo por un beso se puede enamorar i know but keep your panties on a little bit longer and but you if know, you want to kiss him kiss him. kiss him you know some men and and some people but especially men i have a lot of guy friends that i talk to about a lot of different things like i love most picking, of your friends are men yeah i love picking a man's brain but uh, men find their kissing. nose tell the people the truth you like to pick their nose too shut up <laughs> no but most men they find kissing to be very very intimate like a lot of men that i know they're like look i'm not kissing her unless i'm like feeling her so I'm I seeing think that's a bullshit excuse for a guy because he's scared of intimacy. It could be. Yeah, call it out. It's that. It could be. But a lot of men that are my homies that I've never hooked up with that talk to me like 100, they're like, man, like I can't just kiss. Just like a lot of guys won't just go down on any girl either. As that's you so different. That's that's a little different. No, but I'm a just lot saying, different. Men view kissing as a very intimate thing. Not all men, you know, but it's just like, oh, there's nothing like meeting a man that knows how to kiss. Like, you know, you got to you've be a met a man kisser. that doesn't. I've um most men know how to kiss, but I've had a couple of like, uh, who the fuck taught you how to kiss? God, like, did you kiss them more than once? Uh, no, you it was better a, not. It was I'll a you. it was a bye, Felipe situation. It was a one night kiss, <laughs> a one stand kiss. Yeah. Oh my God. So listen, hey. No, I don't want to say. That. Never mind. What? I'm about to put say it. No, I can't. Okay. It'll okay, put no. them on blast. Too okay. Hard. Okay. No, but listen, so I coming back, we're talking about um, I was reading. I was reading something the other day about men that have small penises. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Men that have come have out. Have you ever met one? No, no. Thank God. I mean, God. I haven't met many, but thank I've God, met, no, I haven't. I've met men that have like banana shaped penises where they're like naturally like curved. Super curved. <laughs> like a banana. <laughs> like a banana. Like, have you ever seen a banana shaped penis? I have not. Yeah, I haven't I've, seen a lot of penises though. I've met men that have banana. Where I'm just like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? Like, that's the way it curves. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's I've, yeah. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. And Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom thinks we're too graphic on the podcast and oh i'm like God. we talk about everything that's but, the point but listen, my mom acts like she's never heard us talk in life i like know in real in i see exactly this is how we talk a calzon quitado, mamita. no but the thing is is like the reason i wanted to bring this topic up is because i get a lot of women Susie, that hit me up on snapchat especially because it's more of a private app that are just like man like they're not sexually satisfied you know and 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 they're just like i just do you lay, think i just lay there roxy they okay but do you think it has to do because their man has a small penis or because they have inhibitions with sex um i think it has to do with the disconnection that they're experiencing with their husbands because it's like how did you not know this like you knew this when you married him right yeah like how did like That's, now all of a sudden you don't like it but you knew what it was but did they ever like it I don't know. That's the thing. Everybody, but I, I get a Would lot of Would you trade off having, being in a dope, no, 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 in a financially secure relationship if it had horrible sex? No. Oh, God, no. no I would, would not, not be. Me. I'll make my own money. Yeah. I would not, know. I just, sex is important, man. Sex is, sex I think connects a of, you. A lot of women, I think, have, okay, I think a lot of men, just based on the conversations that I've had with some dudes, but mostly my like my clientele, don't really understand like the give and take of the sexual experience, and they're very selfish in the sense like they'll get theirs and then they'll leave their wife, and they're hanging. like good night, they right. roll over. <laughs> There's um, women like that too. Yeah, um, but I think also women are timid to really explore their full sexuality in their bedroom with their husband. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? Why? Because they, they either because they don't like how their body looks, 
But I'm saying, whose what? fault is that? No, but even it doesn't matter. A guy, if your husband, for the most part, and I have been 300 pounds and I have been 140 something pounds. If he loves it, like if he's seen you naked, he's seen you get out of the shower. He appreciates like the scars on your body, your stretch marks, because those were for his babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we're harder on our own selves. Big time. Because and versus what they see like when they they see soft chichis they see big butts they see cellulite um, yeah but they don't they look past the cellulite and the stretch marks trust me yeah you know they see big time. juicy hips that they can grab onto like they love that most men don't want a model perfect girl it's yeah. a little bit intimidating mm-hmm. you know it is um so i think if we let go if a woman learns to let go of her inhibitions and her insecurities in her body and just be more free in the bedroom they would learn to have more fun with it you know yeah. and to speak up and say like hey that doesn't feel good i don't like that that was too hard that was too soft you know what i mean they yeah. don't they're they're afraid to vocalize it so they just sit there and like it's a like bump on a log let the dude get off roll over go to sleep and we're they're left like wanting yeah and it's like if you, if, no. you, if you married this man and you're there and you made a commitment on a for life situation like oh my god speak up yeah. like this is the person you're going to be making love to for the rest of your life because you took that vow like the last thing you should be doing is being quiet right like let's talk about everything good and bad and ugly and indifferent yeah and if sex is one of those things that it's just not satisfying you and and this is what happens is people don't talk about it so guess what they end up going to work and having work affairs. I get a lot of Ooh, girls yeah. Susie, that hit me up that are like, oh, my God, Roxy, like, I'm, you know, I'm having a work affair. And right now with this whole coronavirus shit, like I'm actually like I'm suffering at home because I, I haven't seen my my work shit. husband. And I'm like, work I read husband this thing the other day. And it said a lot of these a lot of these. Uh, there's a lot of women out there right now realizing that their boyfriend is actually married. <laughs> right now that we have to be stuck at home yeah but i really think that that's really really sad that at home you cannot speak up to say you know and you don't come across like hey listen you don't know how to fuck like who's gonna listen to that yeah you know? yeah of course you say it like hey listen we tried that the other day and i didn't like it you know i think maybe i would like this better can we try this you know what i mean and honestly both ways he should be open to hear it and she should be open to hear it. It's yeah. that nobody teaches us to be comfortable with talking about sex when we're little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody. And I'm going to tell you, it is an uncomfortable conversation because I've had talks about sex continually with both of the boys, right? Jamal and Robert. And it's uncomfortable. But I would rather them be informed and answer any questions that they have and not be mad at them when they ask it than for them to walk into a relationship and think that they know what they're doing, but they really, they don't, yeah. are not educated, you know? Yeah. It's a very uncomfortable conversation to have with your kids. But the more freely you have it, um, the more smarter they'll be on the topic, you know, and the more satisfied people they will be. Yeah. And, and they're younger, but I'm talking about women that have actually written to me on social media that I'm just like, it blows my mind too, because I'm just like, well, didn't you know all this about your husband before you married him? Didn't you know all this about, especially if you guys have kids, like, what do you think? They just, they were really good in bed and then they just fell off. That's what I'm saying. They always sucked. Why are you surprised that your husband like can't perform or maybe you are too much of a, Maybe you're causing him too much stress that his he can't get erect. Like a lot of women don't take accountability for how much of a nagger they are or their part in the situation. We were talking about that with when Garen Jones was on the show. Like, yeah, there's so many people in this life that don't take accountability for what they do in the relationship. And I, I think that a lot of times since we're women, Susie, women expect us to be like man bashers. Like, oh, we're so pro women. But I got to say, Susie and I, we're very, we're very neutral. Like I'm not a man hater. She's not a man hater no, at all. We, we take accountability for our actions though, yeah. too. And we understand because of the conversations we have with other women that our views and our actions mirror a lot of women's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we don't bash men at all because number one, I'm raising them. And number two, it's a two way street. And number three, men are an important part of the equation in Absolutely. this world. You know what we I'm saying? Men. Like we love men, but just because to- I don't deal with dumb shit, I will not tolerate dumb shit from men. Doesn't mean that I don't 
appreciate what a man brings to the table you know yeah yeah absolutely so listen coming back uh we're gonna get into this uh this this article of men who have small penises and and what they said about having small penises and it kind of got me sad but there might be women listening to this right now like oh my god that's my husband and that's my reality and you know it, it does your life end because you're with the man with the small penis no they learn how to compensate in other ways. Okay, so coming back, we're talking about it on Sister Sister the podcast. You're listening to Sister Sister the podcast. All right, we're back, and in this little break we took, we took a real quick YouTube break, and we were really bugging out right no, now. You took a YouTube I, break. We will. Yeah, I don't know how we started talking about bats and bat soup, and how everybody thinks that the coronavirus got here because of somebody that ate bat soup in China. Disgusting. I don't know. Although the president calls it the Chinese virus, he's an idiot. And there are people in Indonesia and China, but while I was looking at this specific video of somebody in Indonesia, no, we started talking about this because you said wild animals are being banned in china thank you, you read jesus an and thank- that is good because that is and then that got us to talking about bat soup and how people eat rodents that's disgusting you went on to look at videos i refuse to look at that shit china i, I don't even like to eat pork let alone something so disgusting unas like, carnitas no unas carnitas i don't eat pork eso. china permanently bans consumption of wild animals okay as a coronavirus continues to spread the national people's congress standing committee approves a permanent ban to stop the trade and consumption of wild animals a 74 billion dollar industry in Come china on. do you believe anything china says they're do you believe country. anything the president says no but they're Jeez. a communist country they don't have free press El they mundo put out- acabar. <laughs> Did you get that video I sent you the other day? Oh no, you sent it to us. Of oh. the guy saying que el mundo se está acabando and it was like a, uh, yeah, a it was, cumbia. <laughs> <laughs> the trumpets of a cumbia. I gotta say that all the memes coming from the Rona virus is just uh, like, uh, that's how I say oh level my gosh, I don't understand how anybody gets upset and their chonies in a tryst and if, and if that's you, I feel sorry for you that you don't find humor in this because when all S fails, laugh it out. Shit, yeah. it keeps you hopeful. Oh, I've had, some people get seriously I've had offended. people on my DM, Susie. Like, like how oh dare you? I can't believe, Roxy, you're a public figure. You should be setting the... Like, bitch, let me laugh. You know what? Because people love to be sad and depressed <laughs> and mourning shit that's none of their business. If your, ha- if your, if your family is healthy, celebrate that. Yeah, You definitely. know, that doesn't mean you don't... Obviously, we sympathize. We're keeping our distance even now. Like, we haven't... Hugged each other, touched each other. We're sitting far away from each other. Susie so tried to share a fork with me. I was like, Ugh. it was an accident. I'm so used to doing that. You might have the cooties. Listen, that. the reason we don't get sick very often is not only our preventative measures. Matter of fact, give me some hand sanitizer. It's because we're not afraid of germs. No, we're definitely no? not. But anyhow. Okay. Speaking of germs, small penises. Oh, Rob. <laughs> that, that was a great segue. You are an expert at this. I can see this. So penises are a lot like snowflakes, okay? Not one is the same than the other. There are big ones, small ones, medium ones, thick ones, curvy ones, medium ones, girthy ones, skinny ones, <laughs> little spaghetti ones, black ones, white ones, yellow ones, curvy ones, girthy ones. You get the point, right? Um, but yeah, like penis sizes, they vary in person. They vary person to person, you know, and some, some men are just blessed with great genetics. It's kind of like, I always get girls that hit me up. Roxy, give me, what do you use to let your hair grow? The truth is, is I just got, we just got thick ass. I got thick ass hair. Well, your hair's a little bit finer, huh, Susie? My hair's a lot finer. Yeah, I but- did not get blessed with the hair jeans. My yeah. thick hair is fake it's extensions yeah my hair is just genetically thick like i would not be able to tell you that i necessarily drink biotin every single day religiously because don't drink biotin i bitch one time i was drinking biotin so much you overdosed that i started growing a mustache remember you (laughs) ate like a jar of biotin gummies in a week because you were eating them like candy why you know that you can od on biotin not to the point where you die but if you don't dose biotin correctly and you happen to have a heart problem, if you're having a heart attack and you go to the doctor, they will give you a false negative. Really? Yes. So biotin is one of those things where you need to be very careful. You can that OD was just even a on water. Note. 
You could OD on you could water drown. too. You could OD on water. I mean, like just everything, everything Did in you just moderation. Make that shit up. No, you really can drink too much water. And Honestly, what happens? You will OD on water. Like you die. Google it. Well, you don't die from biotin. Well, you can die if you take too much biotin because a false negative on a heart attack can kill you. Yeah. Well, if you treat, if you smoke too much cannabis, you're just gonna fall asleep. I've never heard of one person ODing on cannabis. We got off topic. We're way so off bad. topic. Okay, we were talking about penises and we're over here. Okay, so we're talking about how there's a lot of different, you know, shapes, sizes. Okay, but, but it's based on genetics, the right? The average penis size, just is just in case you wanted to know this to our Who beautiful did this people study? listening to this. The average penis size, you guys, listen to this. The average penis size is 3.61 inches. Válgame Dios. And 5.16 inches erect. According, oh, to the Wiley, according to the Wiley Online Library. Okay. Wait, 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 bitch. That cannot be right. Yeah. Look at my finger. You see this finger? It's three inches long. Okay. Well, you were talking about one of your girls that was sharing with you that she dated a guy that his penis was okay. so small. One of my girls. Tea the time. Shop. The tea is hot, yes. honey. She dated a guy one time and she's tiny herself. Petite. Right. She's really small. Um, she dated a guy whose penis was so small that the only way they could have sex is if she was on top of him and she couldn't bounce up and down. She just had to wiggle around. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's um, demonstrated this for us before. Oh and it's the funniest shit. Like she could not move too much because it would pop right on out oh so she would just wiggle, wiggle wiggle i'm like bitch that is not fun i think i would have just started cracking up yeah and we would just have to laugh it out and call it a day and you know what's crazy one time i hooked up with a guy that was very tall and skinny like he was a flat so his penis was too no so i was kind of like in my i, I kind of knew it was going to go down between us because we had this incredible attraction and energy with each other and nope i didn't read your lips oh you're you gonna didn't. have to tell me later Anyways, <laughs> it was it was bound to happen. We had been kind of just like flirting with each other for like three years. And anyways, it went down. I'm trying to think. OK, well, I'll tell you after the show. But um, I remember it went down and I was kind of like in my head before it went down because I kind of knew it was going to go down because the attraction was just like it was just like building up and building and building. Like and it story. went Can down and I was like. Watch this guy be tall, skinny with his little lanky spaghetti o penis, right? Girl, it was like the Loch Ness monster. Holy I was shit. like, holy shit, this is amazing. It was like, so don't be fooled by skinny men either. Tall, skinny men could really be packing some heat. I've never looked at a tall, skinny guy and thought, oh, yeah. Well, it really wasn't more. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. It was like our energies were just like connected. He's now a married man. But this is before he was married, and um, I hope so because I will bop you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But um, it was it was amazing. So don't underestimate skinny men because okay, they can listen, really be packing. Honestly, three point six one inches is average penis size. Yeah, five point sixteen inches erect. erect. That means it grows by two inches. That's like my my finger, my index finger is three inches. I have it tattooed on purpose to measure my client's hair when I'm cutting. So this is three inches soft. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's a sad story. Like, oh, hello, guy. How's it going? <laughs> I mean, what do you do with this shit? Exactly. So um, so I was reading this, like, this, I don't know if it was like, it wasn't a study. It was more of an article of men that admittedly have small penises. And this guy, one of the guys said, I've come to slowly accept that having a small penis is something I can do little about and I have to accept. There are penal implants. I still don't like getting changed in front of other men and still struggle to admit to having a small penis. However, I don't feel the same complete embarrassment I felt growing up. I have questions for this guy. Sir, why are you changing all the way out of your calzones in front of other men? First of all. Well, don't you do that like at a gym? Um, in a locker you don't room? have to I change don't know. out of your calzones. It's kind of like, I guess, maybe the way women change in front of each other sometimes. I never change down to butt ass naked at the gym. Do you? No, I don't actually. No. And listen to this. This other guy said, I think it's definitely I think that it definitely does matter to your partner, but you can still please them if you are competent in bed. For example, a woman can still have an orgasm. Yeah. 
Exactly. I also think confidence plays a big part in being a good partner. A lot of poor performance can come from anxiety. And so I was just thinking, oh, yeah. you know that what? Makes sense. Shout outs to all the men with small penises or especially the women that are listening to this, that maybe your husband has a small penis and you have, instead of divorcing him, you have found other ways. That is to so compensate. shallow divorcing a man. Cause you have a small penis. First of all, you married him knowing he had a small penis. That's what I'm saying, bitch. Why so are you complaining is, those now? Those are not grounds for divorce. Why are you complaining now? No, I don't hear a lot of, well, maybe women are embarrassed to talk about it, but I don't hear a lot of women complain that their husband is not endowed enough. It's more like they're just not satisfied. So whether he has a big penis or not, if he just doesn't know how to perform and he's not creative, he will still leave his woman unsatisfied. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe those guys have massive going down skills. They have there's to so, compensate. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Exactly. If, if all you're doing is laying there trying to uh, be missionary style, well, that's your first problem. You know? Yeah. Like there's Karma Sutra. Read it. Get comfortable with it. Did you see the Corona Sutra? Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of time for to read right now. So don't, there's no excuses on why your sex life can be amped up to the next level. Yeah. Honestly. Sex, is, sex should be fun. Sex should be playful. Sex should not feel like a chore at all. But there's nothing like when you're having tantric sex, like when you really feel like you're connecting with somebody on a soul level and you, you get intertwined. Feel- it's such a, um, out of body experience it is like when you really feel like you're exchanging souls with somebody that's why like it, you know once you experience that you realize like you just can't really be having sex with just anybody when Who you've are you experienced telling? i've been telling you this forever when you've experienced tantric sex with somebody you're just like wow like that was on another level and why didn't you marry him well because it turns out that he had another life oh wow yeah and that's that next <laughs> next <laughs> next topic <laughs> No, so listen, what you're a loser. Oh my god. Hey buddy, if you're listening to me and I'm pretty sure you are, think you're a loser. Yeah. What loser. a disappointment. What a, we I had such high expectations of you and you disappointed. We are not gonna talk to him. Yeah, anymore. we're not. We're Carried not on. absolutely not. We're gonna put him in the category of small dicks. <laughs> no, no, he definitely. I don't care. Yes, we are. We're gonna tell the world he had a small dick. A small dick, Larry. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another episode of Sister Sister the podcast. I gotta give a shout out though to um, I don't know if you heard this. There's a lot of retailers that are um, that are gonna be hiring and giving cash bonuses and wage hikes to their cashiers, they to their deserve stalkers, it. to the warehouse workers on the front lines of the coronavirus crisis. Like what um, a trip that these right? people are on the front line and they really are because they're holding the country down. And let's give a shout out to our migrant farm workers. Yeah. That are out there picking Picking. the fruits, packing the fruits, making sure that it gets to our market, to our markets in time to keep us fed. Because those are the people that people that this country sometimes wants to marginalize and say that they don't matter. But they they absolutely matter. matter now and all the time. Yeah. And shout outs to all the truck drivers. I have a lot of women that have been hitting me up like, man, Roxy, my husband's been putting it in over time just like these are the people that are transporting all of our stuff that we're getting at the grocery stores so shout out to the truck drivers the the trash men that are still picking up the trash um you know everybody pharmacy workers cashiers you know a lot of times we think that it's the billionaires and it's the millionaires and it's all these corporate people that make the world go round but right now the people that are in the front lines are are the people that they they do deserve a raise you know, so Walmart, I heard that they're going to be giving uh, cash bonuses to their full and part time hourly workers uh, with a total of five hundred and fifty million and raise wages for workers at its fulfillment centers by two dollars an hour through Memorial Day. Amazon's doing the same. My uh, Booga's girlfriend works at Amazon and she got a two a two dollar an hour raise. Right Good. Now. Target, they're also upping their minimum wage to $17 for hourly workers and paying out bonuses of $20,000 hourly store team leaders, you know, and also CVS. They're going to be giving their uh, their hourly workers $500 bonuses, store managers and pharmacists. So all those people that are at the front line of the crisis, man, we love you. We appreciate you. And we uh, we definitely don't take you for granted. Nope. Because they're out there exposing themselves to the virus. Uh, every day every day every day if everybody does their part remembers to be kind checks in on each other stays as far away as you can from everyday people like we can get to the other side of this 
and continue on with life. Yeah, and you know, have FaceTime parties. We had one of those the other day with our family. Susie initiated it. It was so loud and obnoxious. I was like, you guys, this is just like real time. Do you guys know, (laughs) do you know, Susie, how many people hit me up asking me how I did that? I was like, I don't know. I had one person. She was like, hey, how did you do that? I I was like, Susie initiated it. And she said, oh, is where can I, what, what is that? And I said, it's an, it's a, on my iPhone. Oh, can I download it? I said, honey, it's FaceTime on my iPhone. I mean, I don't know how else to explain that to you. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. I see. I see. So, I mean, I guess if you're not an iPhone user, yeah, it's foreign, but I thought just about everybody knew what FaceTime, FaceTime is. was. Yeah. But if you don't have an iPhone, I know that because my husband doesn't, and he um, gets on those types of video chats with his family and they use uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. WhatsApp. And yeah. a lot of people are using Zoom. A lot. Yep. Yeah. So there's ways to stay connected. All of a sudden, everybody became an expert in their field. Everyone's doing webinars and everybody's doing lives. I've never seen so many people live on Instagram than now. Everybody's an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I, I went on Instagram specifically the other day to be like, listen. Don't look to me to rescue you. Yeah. Because I don't have the answers, bro. I'm riding this wave along, ride along with you. I will be a sense of comic relief or, but don't look to me to give you any type of expert advice because I don't have it, nor do I want to pretend that I do because I don't want to be liable for that. I've been bringing on experts on my live with me. You know what I mean? I want to provide some type of resource to the community, but I'm definitely not the one like, oh yeah, come to me. I have all the answers. I'm just bringing experts on with me and they could do their talking yes. and their their communication. So yeah. anyways, you guys, we love you. Um, I pray that the consciousness of this universe is being lifted. Everybody's becoming more aware of their health, of their community. I just, those are my prayers every single day and I'm thankful that we're all healthy. Amen. We love you guys and we'll see you next episode. Okay. This has been another episode of sister, sister, the podcast with Roxy and Susie.